Well, welcome back to another episode of the Caregiver Cup podcast. I think you're going to like this one. Let me start out by saying you wake up and just are not ready to take on your day. You feel tired. You feel emotional, maybe even a bit moody, and you can't get yourself going. You sit on the toilet with your hands in your head and you let out a big yawn. You look in the mirror and try to smile at that person you're looking at, but you catch yourself staring in the mirror like a zombie. How do you get yourself going, especially on those mornings where you just don't feel motivated, you just don't want to get going? Oh, let me first say, then your mind starts playing tricks on you, starts thinking about, can I just stay in my jammies and skip my hygiene routine? Or maybe if I just jump back in bed for 15 to 20 minutes, I'll feel better. Or even at the worst thing, what if I just don't do what I'm supposed to do today and just call in sick or cancel my appointments or the worst case scenario, just not show up? I think we've all had those stuff, those, those thoughts. I bet you can relate. Have you said, what is wrong with me? Why am I feeling this way? Truth is, this caregiving life adds a whole lot more physical and emotional stressors to your plate. That's why it's important to find ways to recognize caregiving stress and caregiving uh, fatigue and then find ways to reduce it. So today I want to talk about ways to kickstart your morning, ways to shift your mindset, and ways that you can just keep yourself going. And I bet you have ways and beyond the ones that I'm going to share. And if you have any tips or tricks or suggestions, please share them with me because I would love to share them with the listeners. And you can email me. You can go to my care, uh, the Caregiver Cup Facebook page and comment. You know, the more ideas, the better because not one size fits all. And so what I'm going to share today are nine ways that I have tried that work for me. And what my suggestion is, don't try all nine. Maybe try one or two, see if they work. If they work, add more. If they don't work, then go ahead and try something new. Sorry, can you hear Cooper barking? That's real life. He must see somebody at the door or must hear something. Before I share my nine ways, I went with my mom this morning to her appointment. And the time that I'm taping this is, it's Saturday morning, April 3rd. And she had to go in for a COVID test because she's having a bronchioscopy. I think that's how you pronounce it, a scope of her bronchial area. And I asked her, I said, I have a question for you. I'm doing my podcast this morning. What is a suggestion that you have to kickstart your morning, get yourself motivated, and get your butt in gear? And she had said, Kathy, I've been doing this for years, and no matter how I think in the morning, I always make my bed right away because no matter what? If I my bed is made, I'm less likely to go back to bed. 
I make it, I crease it, I make it look pretty, put my pillows on it. It's all done. And then she says, and then I march right into the bathroom. I wash my face, put my makeup on, and she does this and get and gets dressed. And then she said, by then I'm ready to go. I thought that's a great suggestion because I don't do that. I don't do that all the time. So that's one. Now let me share my other nine ways with you. First one is venture outside. That for me kickstarts my morning. First of all, I have two uh, Labradors, Cooper and Daisy, and they definitely have to go outside first thing in the morning. And so I go outside, I walk outside to my garage, I have to open the back door and they march outside. And so when I walk in my garage, if it's wintertime, it's nice and cold and it wakes me up. And if it's summertime, the sun and the fresh air wakes me up. Then I have to go inside, feed them quick because they act like they haven't eaten in days. And so they charge in the house because I have their dishes full. And then I do, I love feeding the birds. I don't know if any of you like to do this, but I go outside then no matter what it is. In wintertime, it's in my boots and winter jacket. In the summertime, it's my flip-flops. But I go outside, feed the birds. I have three bird feeders, so I march outside, feed the birds. And the fresh air, the sunshine, the wind, whatever it would be, it instantaneously wakes me up. So that's one, and I think that's a great suggestion that maybe you could take because there's nothing better than to take in the vitamin D and the fresh air wherever you're at. The second one that I do is journaling, and this is kind of a two-part. I have been journaling since 2017 when Dennis, my husband, and my dad were diagnosed. I needed to go ahead and stay optimistic. And so I journal five things that I'm grateful for. I grab my notebook. I have one, two, three, four, five written on there. And I think about the day before and what are the five things that happened previously that I am grateful for. Some days it's really easy, bam, 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 and they're done. Some days it's a stretch. Some days it might be a bird chirping or somebody waved at me while I was walking. And some days it's a beautiful story, but I write those out so that my brain and I train my brain to look at the positive first. The other thing that I do is if I'm troubled in the morning, for some reason, I wake up angry or I wake up sad or I wake up moody, whatever it is, I write it out and, and I take a few minutes. And I usually stand up and, and I'm at my kitchen counter and I'm like, okay, I got to get this out of me today. It's kind of like when I was raising my kids. This is a, just a fun little sidebar. I was, I raised three boys and the big thing is if they were grouchy in the morning and they were little enough, I would pick them up by their legs and I would shake their grouchies out of them. And I would physically make them say, let me shake those grouchies out of you. And they would, I would say, look at the grouchies are running away. And they, we would just do an imaginary game and I would always get them smiling and they would always giggle and laugh and we would both feel better. And that's the same concept. When you're journaling out, journal out the thoughts and the ideas and get them out of your head, get them out of your brain. And it seems to be like, I, oh, now I feel better. They're written out. 
Anytime you have those thoughts, it's a great idea to start. You should see how messy some of my pages are. You should see how sometimes I'll draw pictures because I'm just so frustrated. Um, and it helps. It just relieves the stress. So that's number two. Number three, I think is a one that I've just recently started and that's self affirmations. I can be, it's not really part of journaling, but it is a mental practice and a ritual that is really a great thing to have. I thought at first though, it was kind of stupid and silly. I thought to myself, you're going to talk to yourself, Kathy. You're going to write things and post things around just to go ahead and make you feel good. Yes, that's what it is. Affirmations are things like, I write out like, I am, I believe. They're focusing on positive, like, I am happy. I am courageous. I am a great caregiver advocate today. Um, and I did that on last Tuesday before we went for my mom's appointment, or last Wednesday before we went for my mom's appointment. I wrote out some affirmations and my beliefs and it, it's kind of like I'm complimenting myself. I'm giving myself feedback. I write notes. I have a dry erase board that I put up in my bathroom with, and it's, it's silly. It's right next to my mirror, but I write things about it. I am enough. I am beautiful. I believe in blah, blah, blah. And it just helps me. I've, I've gone to the point now where I put screensavers on my phone and on my personal computer. So when I bring it up, I see an affirmation and <clears throat> excuse me, it helps me. So that's another one that may be helpful. A lot of people put post-it notes around that sort of thing. Fourth one being a physical thing, but it's an important thing. And that's hydration and water. Your, bo your body at night has gone through seven to nine hours without any fluid, any water. Water has so many health benefits, like aiding in your digestion and boosting your metabolism, strengthening your immune system. But it also increases things like your alertness and um, it fuels your body. Now, I'm not... A, a dietitian or a doctor, but I know firsthand that when I have a full glass of water in the morning, there's something magical that happens with that water when I do it. So I sit a glass of water on my dresser. It's warm, but it doesn't matter to me. Or I have a glass sitting there and I just pour it from the sink in my bathroom and I drink that glass of water right away in the morning. The dogs look at me like I'm crazy, waiting for me, waiting for me, pacing because they want to go outside. But when I drink that glass of water, I know that I'm giving my body what it needs right away before I go to my coffee, before I go to my food, because it needs water to go ahead and kickstart everything. That's an easy fix. Sure, you'll pee. You'll have to go to the bathroom, but... Who doesn't want to go ahead and hydrate their body? You'll start noticing things too that you'll, you'll notice things that your, your face and your hands and things will look differently if you go ahead and boost that water intake. Hey, Google water because there are so many different tips out there. Um, and different cultures that utilize water and the importance of it. 
Okay. The fifth one is fueling your body. We talked about water, but what's your fuel, your food that you need to get kickstarted in the morning? Let's take a quick break. I wanted to take a quick second and tell you about a free resource that I created just for you. It's not your typical one-page sheet. I wanted much more for you. I've done workshops on these topics and wanted to give you a resource that you could use to journal where you are at, reflect on your stress, and figure out ways to shift and move into a better space. Caregiver stress is inevitable, and if you don't find ways to reduce and release your stress, you're going to burn out. The good news, though, my friend, is no matter where you are at in your overwhelm or your caregiving season, you can shift your stress. In this resource, I share my stress shift plan, say that twice, that changed my caregiver life and many of my caregiver clients. I also give you proven practices to reduce your stress. You're going to see 17 of them. So download this great resource by going to my website at kathylvan.com. And my name is Kathy with a C. So it's C-A-T-H-Y-L-V-A-N.com. My friend, make yourself a priority. Take this next step and work through your stress. When you do that, you can show up better for your loved one. So without further ado, let's go back to the show. I'm telling you, you can't skip breakfast. I know there's a lot of you that are not breakfast eaters, but the worst thing you could do is not give your body any food in the morning. And I am not a health coach. And so I know there are some health coaches out there that can go ahead and and reinforce this, but you need to fuel your body with healthy foods. And I'm not saying go and grab a donut or go and grab something unhealthy. Think about what you want to give your body in the morning to go. It's kind of like, um, you know, your engine in your car won't get, won't run unless you go ahead and give it fuel. The same thing goes for your uh, body. And you have to go ahead and think about the best possible fuel for your body. And so if you have time, what's your breakfast look like? Are you giving yourself proteins? Are you giving yourself fruits or vegetables or nutrients to go ahead and get yourself going, especially on those hard days? Um, I resorted now to a green smoothie that I absolutely love in the morning. I do this way before my coffee and I, I take it with my supplements in the morning. Um, if you want my green smoothie recipe, um, it is kathylvan.com forward slash green smoothie. But all it is, it's, it's my protein powder that I put in it. I put in healthy fat, which is my almond butter because I'm allergic to peanut butter. I put in spinach. I put in my almond milk and I I put in flaxseed because I have digestive issues and that helps. And it is my go-to drink in the morning that I, I drink. And actually, I love it now. I never thought I would love it, but whatever works for you, maybe it's a cup of fruit and 
you know, uh, a good protein bar, whatever it works for you, but, or uh, some boiled eggs or egg whites, whatever it is, you want to think about what you're feeding yourself in the morning. Because if you run on empty and you just keep going and going and going, well, you're going to be tired by the end of the day because your body has nothing to go ahead and, and fuel with. Okay. Number six, this may be different for everybody, but exercise definitely helps. On those days where you just don't feel like get, getting and get going and you don't feel motivated, you'll find me or see me walking the dogs right away. That seems to kickstart my day. But for me, sweating is the best thing for me. Getting my heart rate up and moving my body gets me motivated. It gets me out of a funk. It keeps me grounded. And especially if I'm moody, <laughs> it's the best thing I can do. If I can get up and do this first thing in the morning, it's a huge, huge win for me. And it will um, change my mood. I like to change it up because I get bored. I like to walk in the morning. I like to bike. I like to do, I have an elliptical, I like to do weights. And as a matter of fact, I think I was watching and I don't even know when it was, but it was one of the Good Morning America female doctors. I can't remember her name, but she talked about women and weights and the, the misconception that we have with weights. You can buy a simple um, resistance band on Amazon for less than 10 bucks and you can go ahead and use that as a weight resistant um, weight training. You can grab soup cans um, to go ahead and do that. But she talked about weight training being the number one way to decrease stress and decrease the the cortisone and a cortisone, I think that is called, and the body the body fat that we have in our midsections from a, a women perspective. That's the fastest way. Number seven is consume. What will you take in first thing in the morning? What will you be listening to, watching, absorbing, whatever it would be? When you're getting ready in the morning, when you're doing your household chores, when you're driving to work in appointments, what I mean here is, you know, news, Facebook, email, social media. What are you consuming? I am so, so guilty. I love watching the news and I can get sucked in so easy to all of the news and what's happening in the world, whether it be good or bad. Remember, the news is, is definitely is there to entertain us. And so the bad news is what usually pulls us in. And so that might not be such a good thing to fill your mind with throughout the day. You want positivity and optimism and you want it to be upbeat. And so I think you have to think about what do you want to consume, making a conscious effort to maybe listening to things that will keep you positive. Maybe it's music. I used to have, when I was running, I used to have a, a, a playlist that I use when I knew it was going to be a hard running day for me. I called it pump up music to go ahead and 
keep me in that that rhythm to go ahead and run on those days where I didn't want it. Maybe it's music of the past. Maybe you create a, a playlist or go to a specific radio app or station that's going to go ahead and get you into a mindset that you want to be. It may be for you an audio book that you listen to that's um, definitely fun. Maybe it's it's comedy or laughter or a podcast. There's so many good podcasts out there to listen to that will keep you in that positive, optimistic mindset. Hopefully you listen to the Caregiver Cup podcast that comes out weekly on Tuesday. But I know I have a playlist that I, that's my go-to playlist for things that I need at different times and different moods that I'm in. Number seven is grace. And this is, I think this is just one to say when you wake up in the morning and you're just not feeling it and you just can't get yourself going, there are going to be some days where you just have to grant yourself grace. You had a really rough day yesterday and you didn't get a lot of sleep. Um, you may have to. I think of newborn moms that are dealing with their babies. Well, they're not going to wake up bubbly every morning. Same goes for you as a caregiver. If you had a rough night or a rough day or things are just not going the way you want them to, it's okay to go ahead and tell yourself that, yeah, it's going to, I'm not happy today. I'm not having a good day. And you just have to grant yourself grace and move into that day slowly. But when I finally came to terms with, I couldn't do it all, I figured out that, you know, when, when it was the rough roads that I traveled through and I didn't put as much pressure on myself and I incorporated into this. This is another thing that I did is I incorporated into my um, daily routine that I needed to grant myself grace and just focus in on my top three things that needed to get done. As high achievers, we like to have this big, long to-do list and think we can do it all, including caregiving, including working or running our business, including taking care of ourselves. Well, there's going to be days where it's going to be hard to do all of that. So what are the top three things that I should just focus in on today? And those are going to be my three wins. If I get other things done, fine. If I don't, fine. One of those top three things might be taking time for yourself and that's okay. And so you want to do that. Um, so and, and really avoid that, um, the, those feelings that you have to be on and happy and joyful every single day. Grace is okay. Number nine. And the last thing is sleep. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you may as well throw out your motivation. You may as well throw out your mood. You may as throw out your mindset because you're not going to be able to function every day if you don't get a good night's sleep. And I am so, so guilty of it because when the 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 evening comes to and to after supper i want to go ahead and say okay i didn't get all of these things done so i'm going to have to burn the midnight oil to go ahead and get these things done well it's like a domino effect if you keep going and going and going because what's going to happen then is your next day is not going to be as productive your next day you're not going to be on your game you're better off saying you know what i need to get a good night's sleep and start the day fresh 
Those are my nine ways or tips or tricks that I have tried to help boost and shift my mindset on those mornings that I didn't feel like getting out of bed. I hope you find one or two of these helpful or maybe even my mom's helpful. What I want to say, though, is there is no really magic potion or or black book that says this is going to work for you. It's it's something that we have to try through trial and error. It's something that is personal for each and every one of us. So keep exploring and trying new things. You may try something this week and it doesn't work, but then you might try another thing next week and it works. And then all of a sudden you're humming and humming along and then a season of caregiving or something changes in your caregiving or your work schedule or your personal life and you have to flip it and switch uh, shift again. So it's just kind of something we have to go ahead and massage and keep working on every day. But you can't lose sight about the fact that you want to wake up most mornings and find that energy, find that passion, find that purpose to get up each and every day. And I hope you can find that one or two of these may work for you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and um, I will be back again next week on Tuesday. This is a weekly podcast. But before we leave today, always as always, my advice to you is you can't pour from an empty cup. And that means that you have to go ahead and find ways to fill your cup each and every day so that you can be the best version of yourself. You can be that effective caregiver. And when you lay your head on the pillow at the end of the day, you feel good about it. Bye for now. Talk to you soon.